has finished at Sunderland. Manchester United have done all they can. That Rooney goal was enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! The MLS Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You're probably already playing fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win some cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper with automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. My man, Nick, as known as betting the pitch. What is up? How are you doing, man? What's going on, Ty? How are we doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah, well, it's great to great to catch up with you. And uh, Nick and I are going to be hosting the, the MLS Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, we're going to be bringing you picks, parlays, props, uh, you name it, inside look, analysis, recaps, depth, uh, all things that you can think of in the betting realm of MLS soccer. Nick and I got you covered. First game on the slate, match week 22. We have New York City FC against Inter-Miami. I have odds of uh, New York City FC as the favorites at minus 235, Inter-Miami as the underdogs at plus 600, and the draw at plus 370. I'll go ahead and start, Nick, since I like to talk. Uh, New York (laughs) City FC have not lost to Miami in their last five matches. Now, the over-under is set at three. Uh, leaning more towards the under, and I know this podcast is not an under podcast. In nine of their away games, though, Miami has a total of four goals. Four goals. Meanwhile, New York City have only one loss at home this year. I think you know which way I'm leaning, but the issue is it's so hard to take New York City FC at such negative, say negative, minus 235, right? So my look for this game is Castellanos, the MLS leading goal scorer with any time goal scorer, um, as well as give me New York City FC on a, on a spread of um, one goal at minus 143. What do you got for this game, Nick? Yeah, so I actually liked uh, Castellanos as well, anytime goal scorer. Um, unfortunately, the book that I use does not have his odds up at the moment. What do you have his odds at right now? I have Castellanos at minus one sixty five. So minus one sixty minus one sixty five. Wow. Yeah. Well, he scored the only goal against the Red Bulls last last week. I mean, those are t- all he does uh, is score. He I mean, does all he does, all is, he does score. is score. I I will agree that now that I see that, 
I'm kind of shying away and leaning more towards New York City FC on the spread. Okay. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I was I was gonna wait for my book to kind of drop his line and see if it was plus money because anytime goal scorer is always risky. Um and I normally don't take it unless it's plus odds. Um, but I mean this guy is just he's just unbelievable and he just makes New York City FC a better team when he's you know in that striker position. Um I, my look at this game is Inter Miami is a tough squad. They're like a just a little bit of like a nemesis type team and they just don't go away, I feel like. Um and New York City FC has actually been playing well of late, have won their last three. Um, but Miami is a different team on the road. They're not that good. Um, they've only scored four goals on the road in nine games um, a team. So my bet on this one, I don't like unders. Um, I just, it's just, you'll know as you listen to us go on, I'm just not an unders guy. But I do like this line of uh, both teams to score no. At plus one hundred five, so I like that plus odds. Um, you know, if New York FC can, you know, keep that clean sheet, keep Miami off the board, which they've had trouble scoring on the road all season. So, um, and they should win this game. So, you know, your spread of minus one and uh, both teams have scored. I'm on no at plus one hundred five. I think that's the first time I've heard you say both teams have scored no. I feel it like is. I was it ready is. for you to say both teams to score yes, and you said no. So it is. I uh, I, I don't. You know, um, it's a tough game. Tough game to. Tough well, game New York to City is so. One. Yeah, New York City FC is so favored. It's just there's yeah. no there's not a lot of there's not a lot of juice there. Um, you know, the next game we got on the slate is the Columbus Crew taking on the New England Revolution. Now the the Crew are favored at home at plus one twenty. Uh, the revs are underdogs at plus 225 and the draw is plus 235 with a over under split of two and a half three leaning more towards the under at minus 115 columbus have scored more and allowed more goals on the road this season than their goal differential um, says on the road that didn't make any sense, so I'll say it again. Columbus have scored more and allowed more goals on the road this season with their goal differential being even on the road. Good thing the game is at home. Uh, and <laughs> good thing the game is at home, and I don't have to say that statement again. Uh, the Revs have a minus five goal differential on the road, but are also scoring on the road, uh, more so on the road than they are at home. And the, the crew, though, are 4-0 and 1 against the spread in their past five, and they haven't lost in their past six with their last loss coming against LAFC all the way back on May 21st. So my lean is, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm not taking an under, don't worry. <laughs> I think the crew are going to win outright, and I'm willing to, to bet that plus money uh, of 120 uh, on the Columbus crew to, to beat the Revs. Um, yeah, Columbus has been playing well. Um, their last two games, though, have been against Cincinnati and D.C., so. Um, doesn't really excite me too much. Um, they did beat Chicago on the road. Still doesn't really excite me. They drew um, Philly uh, at home, which was a good, you know, good, good match for them. And the Revolution have actually kind of been playing bad the last couple of games, although they've been on the road against two very good teams in New York City FC and 
um, the union. My play on this one is while I give my play, I'm going to need you to look up uh, Kucho's uh, anytime goal scorer number because that guy has just been absolutely insane since coming to MLS, um, also known as Juan Hernandez, but they call him Kucho. <laughs> Glad you um, said that because yeah, three. I mean, <laughs> yeah, three three matches, four goals. I mean, this guy has just been incredible. Uh, coming from Watford and in the Premier League, I like both teams to score and over two and a half at minus one hundred five. I think Columbus wins this game, um, but I think the Revolution get on the board. Their offense can score goals. They have been scoring goals all match, but their defense has been so bad and giving up so much. And with the way Columbus has been playing and with the addition of Hernandez, I think they can definitely uh, win this game at home and score at least two. Um, And I see the revolution getting at least one. It could be vice versa. Um, But I I like both teams to score over two and a half at minus one hundred five. Yeah. Cucho's at uh, minus one or I'm sorry, plus one ninety. Yeah, give me that. Any, just, yeah, give scoring. me that. Yeah, yeah, give me that. There you I mean, go. I'm honestly, I'm honestly just going to keep riding him until he does not score. Um, yeah. Because he's, he's, yeah, he's scored in every game he's played so far in MLS this year. So I'm just going to keep riding him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, no, that makes sense. I, I have, I, I think I saw some, some stuff on Twitter about, about Cucho and I was like, who is this guy? So it's good to, good to hear some, some feedback from you about riding him as well as Castellanos. Uh, so the next one, I, I want to give it off to you. I'll, I'll say the odds for the FC Cincinnati versus Nashville SC. Uh, FC Cincinnati are the favorites, I think, because they're at home at plus 140. Yeah. Nashville's uh, the underdogs at plus 195, and the draw is plus 230 with the over-under set at two and a half, leaning more towards the over. Yeah, so this was a tough one. Um, Cincinnati is definitely a better team at home. Um, they have, let's see, what did they, at home, they are, they don't have a good record, but they've scored 19 goals in 10 games and have given up 18 goals in 10 matches. So their offense can score at home, but their defense is Swiss cheese, um, uh, you know, in front of their fans. And Nashville's been playing well of late. They just lost um, a really tough match at home against um, LAFC. It was a great game. Um, I know you and I were texting during it. We were watching it. Um, and the previous match, they won at home one nothing against um, the Sounders, which was another good win for them. So I think they'll be able to score on the road. I think Cincinnati is going to be able to score at home. Uh, both teams, the score is a little too juice for me. So I'm going with the over 2.5 at minus 120. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I... Cincy, you hit it right up the nail on the head. Cincy score more at home, and ironically, Nashville scores more on the road. So I really think this is going to be a, a tough, tough matchup for FC Cincy. But I mean, Nashville looked so sharp against LAFC um, and potentially could have tied it later in that game uh, to, ruin, to ruin Bale's welcome to MLS. Yeah. Um, so both teams, I think, you know, lean towards the over two and a half. So that's, that's, a, that's a nice play there. I... I'm taking uh, Nashville draw no bet at plus odds of plus one eighteen. I just, I, I, I probably will take the over as well because I do think Cincinnati will score. Something about Cincinnati at home just makes me yeah. feel like they're going to get at least one. So I'll right. probably lock in that both teams will score. But 
I trust Nashville to to get the job done. And then if nothing else, I don't see them losing. So Yeah, it was when I looked at the lines and saw that since he was favored, that immediately made me think, okay, Vegas thinks that, you know, they're gonna at least I mean, they're gonna at least score to win. They have to. Um, and you know, me in my head thinking that, okay, before I look at the lines, I you know, to me Nashville's a better team and I know they're on the road, but you know, they can beat Cincinnati. So yeah. when I first looked at the line, saw that they Cincinnati's favored, I immediately was like, okay, what's the over? <laughs> yep. It's going to be, it's going to be high scoring. Um, yeah. Another, another case of, of the probably more informed team uh, is the Orlando city hosting the Philadelphia union. The Orlando city are favored at plus 140 and the union are underdogs at plus 195 with the draw being plus 230 the over under is two and a half at leaning towards the over at minus 118 the union have the most draws in mls with nine draws out of their 21 games that's almost half of their games resulting in a draw additionally though the union aren't losing having only lost two of their 21 games this season which is absolutely insane uh, I'm really high on the Union as they have an 18 goal differential, uh, and Orlando City has allowed more goals this season than they've scored, and have given up more goals at home than they can probably count. Um, you know, granted, I think the Union are probably more superb and better at home. Um, I don't know if I can back the over because Orlando isn't scoring, and I've gone under in four of their last five, so I'm going to stay away from that. Uh, the Union have a stellar defense, which I you know kind of shies me away from both teams to score as well. Uh, but I have another union draw no bet at uh, plus 113. I, even as underdogs eight times the season, the union have only lost once with three victories and four draws, which, I mean, what, what do you got, Nick? Yeah, I, I'm on the same, same play. Uh, Philly draw no bet at plus money um, to me just seems like a great value play. It's... <sighs> They're they're a really odd team to me. Another team that plays really well at home, and you know they're iffy on the road. Um, they've won their last three, but you know once again they've played the Revolution, Miami, and DC. So, um, you know, not much competition in those matches, but they have looked better. Um, they have you know one of if not the best keeper in MLS. Their defense is solid. Um, Orlando has not looked well of late. We do have some players, um, but I just think getting Philly at Toronto bet plus money is just a great value on this board because I was thinking of the draw, um, but it's it's really hard to predict a draw and just take a draw. But I, I, I'll take them um, plus money to either win or draw. All right, our first uh, I think our first unison bet. Yes, sir. Writing it down. Next up, we got. Toronto hosting the newcomer Charlotte FC. Toronto is favored at home of plus 110 with Charlotte as the underdogs at plus 240 and the draw at plus 245. The over under is split two and a half to three goals, leaning more towards the under at minus 118. Toronto's, I don't know what happened to Toronto, Nick, man. <laughs> They're a bottom dweller this season, barely above DC United. They've also allowed almost 40 goals this season in 21 matches. Granted, Charlotte's allowed 20 away goals, only scoring 10, and they only won one match. So I honestly, I don't have confidence in Toronto winning, and I don't have confidence in Charlotte winning. So what I'm kind of feeling, 
I'm not sold Charlotte can go into Toronto and beat them as an upstart franchise. I do, however, like two and a half as an over. If you can wait and wait until the lines move and get the over two and a half, potentially around minus 120 and maybe even both teams to score, I do think we're going to see some scoring in this game. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, I'm excited to see what Toronto looks like when um, Lorenzo gets into the formation um, coming from Napoli. Uh, he's just a phenomenal striker, goal scorer. Um, that's definitely going to help their offense. Um, he's injured. Um, he hasn't played yet for them. This Toronto just has not looked well this season at all. They just have not looked good at all, um, just giving up goals left and right. And Charlotte has looked really good at times, but then also looked like a you know first-time franchise at times as well. Um, so I, I think I'm going to go with both teams to score and over two and a half at minus 105. The same mindset as you. I think there's going to be goals. I think Toronto can score. I, I think Charlotte could go into Toronto and make a win. although. Coming off that tough loss to Miami, um, being up 2-0, and then, you know, giving up three in the second half, uh, you know, who knows what their RL's like coming into this match. Um, but Toronto could score three themselves. They could score, you know, four. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I I, th- I don't think they're going to be keeping a clean sheet in this match. So both teams to score over two and a half, minus 105. There you go. Maybe Bob, uh, not Bob Bradley. Maybe Michael Bradley will uh, get the call up later this year. Who knows? Scores we'll four see. goals. <laughs> the next, <laughs> oh man, that would be great. I don't think Michael Bradley's ever stepping foot uh, on the field as a men's national team player again. But that's neither here nor there. The next game we have DC United hosting CF Montreal. I like to say CF Montreal because it's the only club I believe. Well, I guess DC United puts their initials right before. Yep. Uh, them, but that kind of makes sense because it's Washington, D.C. Yes. Uh, D.C. United is favored at plus 130 uh, with Montreal's the underdogs at plus 205 and the draw is plus 235 with an over-under split at two and a half and three. Uh, dead even split, Nick. What do, you, what do you got for this one? Yeah, this one, um, two teams that have been up and down all season. Um, Montreal actually sits fourth in the table while uh, D.C. sits last. Um, D.C. United have given up 41 goals this season. They haven't kept a clean sheet in 11 matches. They haven't won at home in their last five matches. Um, a lot going against them in this one. I'm going with Philly, or excuse me, I'm going with um, Montreal, draw no bet at plus 115. I think right. they can go in there. I think they can beat D.C. on the road. Um, and, you know, they just had a good win at home against Toronto. So I think they get the win this game. I could not agree more. And I also took Montreal as the draw no bet. And my little, my little fun stat for you is obviously DC United is terrible, the bottom of the Eastern Conference. But we just talked about how Toronto has allowed almost 40 goals this season in 21 matches. DC United has allowed 41 goals in two fewer matches than Toronto has played which speaks volumes. Um, so yeah, I have Montreal drawn bet at, at plus 120. I also took a little bit of a flyer on uh, this man who I'm 
I pray I don't butcher his name, so I'm going to give it a shot. That's what that's what this pod's all about: trying new <laughs> names, pronouncing new names. Georgie Mihailovic. Okay, I think I did that okay. That was good. Yep. He's at the top of the score sheet for Montreal, and he's just come back from injury, coming off as a sub uh, in last week's game against Toronto. I like if he gets the nod to start. I think I'm going to lock him in as anytime goal scorer at plus two forty five. Uh, if he doesn't start, there's no way I'm touching it. So right. let's stick with Montreal. Draw no bet uh, plus plus one one fifteen. Uh, the next one we have the Houston Dynamo hosting the Minnesota United with the Dynamo as the favorites at home of plus one thirty. Minnesota United as the underdogs of plus two ten and the draw of plus two thirty five with the over under split at two and a half and three, leaning more towards the under at minus one fifteen. To me, Minnesota United are the surprise of the season. Honestly, they're sitting in fourth place in the Western Conference. They've been able to string together wins in four of their last five and have been undefeated in, in their last five. I'm hammering the over two and a half in this at, at minus 130 here. I would say take Minnesota United as a double chance here, potentially at minus 155. I also think they could maybe win outright, but my lean just feels more like uh, over two and a half. The Dynamo have hit the over their previous five games. And Minnesota United are consistently scoring two to three goals. Yeah, I'm on the same play. Uh, it's it's just feels like an over game to me. The only thing that always worries me is um, Minnesota's keeper St. Clair. He's just he's top notch. Um, he he could definitely steal. He steals games for them. He can definitely keep um, Houston off the board. But Houston's just been able to find a way to score goals um, this season. And I think at home, they'll at least be able to find one. And like you said, I mean, Minnesota could score three in this game um, if they, you know, if everything's clicking. But they've looked great. Um, Houston has, haven't kept a clean sheet in their last five, but they have scored seven goals in their last five. Um, and Minnesota is undefeated in their last five games um, with four wins and one draw. There you go. The MLS Sports Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Make sure to get down on the WinsBet $50 win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you up to $200 in free bets. Also, our ultimate fantasy football experience. Bet $500 plus on sports or casinos before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries allowed. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over-under game. Super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball, maybe some hits in baseball, then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from 2x to over 20x the money you put in. 
The reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. If Nick puts something down on Sleeper, I can join along with them. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy all of Nick's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing, download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Make sure to check out our new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether at home or in public, I don't go online anywhere without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our new listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. So stop sharing the world, everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70s percent savings that's ipvanish.com slash next up nick we got sporting kc against lafc and this time the home team sporting kansas city are the underdogs at plus 205 with lafc as the favorites of plus 130 and the draw at plus 235 the over under is two and a half leaning more towards the under at minus 120 so get this nick sporting kansas city has scored only 19 goals this season Averaging less than a goal per game. That's really bad. They've also allowed double that with 38 goals. So they have one of the worst goal differentials in the entire MLS. SKC are extremely bad. And LAFC, I think we can both agree, are really good. They look decent against Nashville. I expect Bale to get more minutes in this game. He looked a little... He didn't look like the Bale that I remember uh, at Real Madrid. (laughs) Uh, and or Tottenham, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. It was his first game on the road in a new country. So I'm going to take LAFC on the money line here at plus 140. I'd be very surprised if LAFC dropped points here. Not only do they have uh, an extremely well-rounded squad, but they typically cover the spread, which means they're they're just winning games outright. Yeah, I would agree. Um, they're Obviously, they're not as good on the road as they have been at home this season. Um, but Sporting KC doesn't scare me um, at all. And anytime I can get LAFC plus money, um, that's that's where I want to be. So um, I, I like the money line. I'm going to try and also get them draw no bet live um, oh, once it goes down a little bit. Right now, my book shows it at one, minus 150. Um, I like would like to get it at like 135, 130 if I could, um, 
just going to cover myself in case there is a draw. Um, but I, I don't see them dropping points in this match and, you know, getting them at plus money. Um, I think Bale, like you said, is going to get more minutes. I'm hoping he starts. Honestly, I'd like to see him get the start in this one. With Chiellini? There we go. It would be maybe. awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome. I don't but know. The don't commentators, know, maybe, yeah. Yeah. The I commentators were talking it. about... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the commentators were talking about how they don't think Chiellini can play a full 90 anymore, and I kind of agree, but... Yeah, no, he can't. We'll see. No, he can't. But I, I don't know if they're going to start him this game or if he'll save you know, his first start for... you know when they're at home on their next match. Um, yeah. But but I like them, plus money on the road against a struggling sporting Casey squad. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm glad we're in agreement there. It's kind of hard to bet against LAFC, especially this season. And I mean, to be honest, pretty much their entire uh, existence as a franchise. One thing I wanted to note, Nick, that I think is important for, for our listeners, you know, given all types of betting levels, maybe they're new to soccer, maybe they're new to betting in general. I think maybe it, it, it's a good quick break to discuss um, you know, what draw no bet actually is and maybe what double chance is. Uh, so I'll kind of kind of do what I uh, explain what I see draw no bet and double chance and maybe you could fill in uh, the missing pieces. So yeah, draw no bet is pretty much like we were just talking about with some of the games on on the list if you have a draw no bet if you pick lafc as draw no bet what that means is you're getting a little bit worse odds than if you were to pick them straight up on the money line however draw no bet if you pick lafc on the draw no bet line it means that you expect them to either win and you get your money as if it was a money line but you're also taking some reduced risk and you receive your money back if LAFC draws, given draw no bet. Now, double chance is a little bit more intriguing, and you typically get worse odds for that typical bet. For instance, a double chance of LAFC ultimately means if you put down $10 on LAFC double chance at plus 100, all LAFC has to do is win or draw, and you win. If they lose, you lose your money. But if they win or they draw, given the double chance, you win money. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's basically it. Um, you know, I, I just took that, that under Nick. I'm sorry. I just thought it was important to to kind of no, clue in those no. who maybe are listening and like, what the heck is draw no bet? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I get questions all the time, um, but I post plays, you know, what does TT mean, team total? What does, you know, BTTS? Um, you know, yeah, you know, both teams to score. What does, you know, what does Asian total mean? All that. Soccer is a little different when it comes to, um, you know, the gambling and all the different lines and ways you can bet the game. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's basically it. Um, you know, with a draw no bet that we give out we're either saying that LA, lafc is going to win and you're going to win or and if they draw it kind of covers you on the back end for a push and you get your money back so it's a safe play it's a great play you can get it at good odds um that's always uh, always a way i like to go there you go and you could be like me and, and learn something from uh nick aka betting the pitch i had to ask nick what atgs meant for the longest time, I did not know. And it can, it goes a couple ways, Nick, right? It's ATGS or 
ATS? Yeah, yeah. ATS. Anytime, score. anytime I, score. I I look at it as ATGS as anytime goal scorer, but I know I believe when you and I were were chatting, it was more so ATS. I was like, what the heck is he saying? Jesus Ferreira is gonna <laughs> ATS. So cool. That's a yeah. little informational informational tidbit. It looks like next up we got a interesting game at altitude real salt lake hosting fc dallas real salt lake is the favorite at plus 115 with fc dallas as the underdog at plus 235 and the draw at plus 240 with the over under split at two and a half to three leaning more towards the under nick what do you what are you thinking about about this matchup yeah so um both teams once again just kind of struggling although salt lake's coming off um a 3-0 win at home but it, once again against a weak sporting side um fc dallas are winless in their last five um salt lake have only won that one game in their last five um but salt lake ranked third at home this season um fc dallas have not won a match in seven straight games and they also have not kept a clean sheet in 12 straight games so i'm taking the over in this one do i need Um, to say anything else yeah that's what i was gonna say (laughs) i think salt lake could maybe even get three themselves in this one like they did last. But I think either way, it's going to be goals. Um, Over two and a half, minus 125. Um, I like that number. I think it's got good value. And Dallas is a good squad. Like, they have good players. Um, They just, I don't know what's been going on, you know, with Pereira. Um, They've just been struggling a little bit. He, He seems off to me lately when I watch him. And, you know, I do player props and things like that. He hasn't been shooting the ball a ton uh, lately. I don't know what's been going on with him, but he just seems off. So he's got to get right for Dallas to get right, in my opinion. Yeah, well, they they really blew a lead against Austin FC at home. And I swear all FC Dallas was doing was punting the ball over our center backs for Ferrer to run on. And he has speed. He really does. And our, Ariola mm-hmm. is a formidable uh, tandem with them, but I can't, I couldn't have said it any better. I wrote the over two and a half. If you can get that uh, screams for me to take it. Real Salt Lake loves the over being eight and two. I don't think Dallas is going to win this game. I'm a big believer in altitude plays a factor. Um, and I just, I agree with you. I think, you know, Salt Lake, I do think Dallas will score. I do think Ferrero or Ariola or just someone on FC Dallas will find the score sheet, but I agree that RSL could easily put up two or three against uh, Dallas. Yeah, I mean, Dallas is going to get their chances. I mean, they're yeah. just going to. They, I mean, they're, they are a good squad on paper when you look at their team. They just lately have not been able to put it together when they get on the pitch. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree more. So next up we have Nick's favorite team, the Seattle Sounders, hosting the Colorado Rapids. The Sounders are favored at plus 115. The Rapids are underdogs at plus 245 and the draw at plus 230 with the over under at two and a half, leaning more towards the over. Seattle's only won one of its last five matches and that was on the road at Toronto. Toronto sucks. They both lost home matches. Colorado on the road, I'm sorry, Colorado on the other hand hasn't done recently much either coming off, you know, a nice victory against the Galaxy. I'll give them that. Uh, But ironically, the Sounders are 7-3 seven and three towards the over at home and the Rapids are six and three towards the over on the road. Uh, the Rapids have also failed to win a road game this year, which I think is uh, not surprising. It's hard to win in MLS, especially on the road. Cause you only get one shot at a team typically a year. 
Um, I'm not confident in Colorado in this game, thus making me hesitant on the over. So I'll be interested to hear what you have to say. But I'll, I'm going to take uh, probably a half flyer on anytime goal scorer Jordan Morris at plus 210. Okay. Yeah. I hate you. I just... I, no, every wait, year, every, every year, I bet them and they cost me money. Every year, I tell myself, beginning of MLS, I'm not betting Seattle anything. I'm not betting their games. I'm not betting anything to do with them. A couple weeks ago, July 9th, I remember the date. They were home against Portland. I took both teams to score and over two and a half. I think it was like minus 120 or something like that. Really good odds. Seattle's at home. Portland wins 3-0. Like, it just... You got the over, got or right. did you combine the two? It's a combined. It's a oh, combined play. No. Yeah, it's, a, it's called like a game parlay. So it's yeah. like a combined play. And, I mean, they had 1.4 um, XG, which is like expected goals. Um, but they got... And they even had possession of 57% to Portland's 43% with a red card that they got in 46 minutes. Like, it, it was just like, I'm like watching this game and I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Every time I bet on this team, no matter if it's betting on them, betting on any part of them in, this, in their matchups, cost me, cost me. So I'm going to give you the play, both teams to score, minus 135, but I'm not betting it. But you guys can. I'm not. I don't All want right. anything to do. I'll lose Seattle. the money. I'll lose the money for us this time. This time. Uh, oh my! Just every year, every year, I keep going back to the well. Yeah, just every year. I'm surprised you didn't take Colorado. Maybe like on the money line or something. No, I was it's... going to just to spite them. I was going to like, give me Colorado. Give me the money line. Hey, you Colorado, know. draw no bet. I mean, you can still get plus <laughs> plus one fifty. That's not bad. Yeah, I'll watch a game. I'll see how it goes. Um, I'll see if Seattle's being Seattle in that game and they're uh-huh. just going to be, you know, themselves. But, yeah, no, I, I mean, I do like both teams to score. I, I think Colorado could get one. Um, they've looked decent of late. Um, Zardes has been a great addition to them. He's finally coming around um, in that striker position. So I, I think they'll get one. Um, Seattle, they're a good team. But I, I yeah. like the both teams to score at you know, at that low juice. Yeah. Well, the next one, Nick, unfortunately scares the heck out of me. It's the White Caps of Vancouver hosting Chicago Fire. The White Caps are favored plus 130. The Fire are plus 205, and the draw is plus 230 with the over-under at two and a half, leaning more towards the over. I'll try to keep this one brief because it scares me and I don't like talking about it. Uh, the fire have kind of been hot as of late, which I think is what scares me. Winning three of their last five, granted, four of their past five games have been at home, and Vancouver has drawn their past two games. So I don't think it's going to be high scoring, but we're an over podcast. We don't take unders, even though I feel like I talked about <laughs> taking an under earlier. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I'm taking a flyer here on Vancouver on the money line plus 130. What do you got? This is an ugly game. Like, it's just like it's I'm looking ugly. at I'm looking at this game and I'm like I just have no interest in this game whatsoever. Hop um, on the Vancouver bandwagon with me. I should Chicago draw no bet <sighs> at plus one twenty. That's um, not bad. I just I think the plus one twenty is a great value number. Um, they've been playing well. Um, they just beat the Sounders at home. They just beat Toronto at home. Um, tough loss to Columbus, I believe. Um, 
They beat Philly recently at home. I just I know they're on the road, but I don't know. It, it's an ugly match. It, I don't. I, I don't know how this is going to play out, but I don't think there's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be close. Um, and with you know the way with the form that Chicago's in, uh, I'm definitely going to lean them coming into this matchup. All right, our contrasting views have have collided. There we, there we shall go. see. Next up, we got the Portland Timbers hosting the San Jose Earthquakes with the Portland Timbers as the home favorite of minus 130, San Jose at plus 310, and the draw at plus 290 with the over-under set at three, leaning towards the over. Both teams enter this game with 33 goals on the season. However, San Jose has allowed 41, which is similar to Toronto and DC United. Now, the Timbers haven't lost in their previous five matches with three victories. I feel like Vegas set this line very appropriately in favor of the Timbers with that minus uh, 130 odds. However, my play is not... Actually, my play is Portland and both teams to score at plus 200. San Jose has not been shut out in their previous four matches, and I really think Portland will win the game outright, but not enough to take them on the money line. So... I decided to combine the two and make it even more harder for me to win money. Uh, I also, I don't know, man. I, I like the prop bet of exactly three goals scored at plus 320. For some reason, when I was going through the slate of games this week, this game screams two to one Portland. I don't know. Call me crazy. I, when I first looked at the game, I, I definitely thought goals. And if you look at the lines, Vegas thinks goals too. Um, yep. Everything's juiced. Over, it's leaning um, towards over three. That's crazy. Not yeah. I mean, they played earlier this season um, in May. It was a 3-2 game. Uh, San Jose won at home, 3-2. Um, let's see. Expected goals for San Jose in that game, 2.16. Um, for Portland, 1.12. So a little below what they actually scored. Um, San Jose outshot them, outpossessed them. Um, San Jose had four big chances that game compared to Portland's one. So I, what I got, what I kind of do is flip it. So Portland's going to be home this time. So I think that they're going to have a little more possession, a little more chances. You know, they're actually probably going to go up in this game. It's the same style, fast pace, back and forth. I'm going with the over three, uh, minus 125. I think that goals are going to be scored. Um, both these teams have been scoring. Both these teams, especially San Jose, um, have been giving up goals. Um, Portland's actually scored 11 goals in their last five matches, and San Jose has not kept a clean sheet in their last five matches. There you go. All right. Ooh, I haven't taken an over three in a while, but you know what's <laughs> just, even it feels like one of those games. What's what's even crazier is those three and a halves. Sometimes those hit too, especially if you get like a two two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're tough to take, but you know, teams you like do your um, research. yeah, teams like Bayern Munich and things like that in the European leagues usually hit those numbers when they put up like six goals against the lower level squad. Yep. Well, we have two more matches and this leads us into the Sunday slate. My hometown Austin FC against the New York Red Bulls. Austin FC are the favorites at plus 160, 
Red Bulls plus 170 draw plus 230 with the over under split between two and a half and three, leaning more towards the under, surprisingly. Nick, I'm going to hand it off to you to start just because I could talk at nauseum about Austin FC <laughs> and maybe I'll try to keep it uh, a little short and sweet because uh, I'm hoping you have some of the similar stats that I have, but go ahead. Yeah, so I definitely like coming to you with these Austin games because you know you know that team very well um, and I can pick your brain when I'm looking for some player props and stuff. Um, I mean, Austin ranks first at home this season. Um, and actually... The Red Bulls rank second away from home this season. I think it's going to be a great match. This is actually definitely one I'm excited to watch on Sunday. Um, but I like Austin. Uh, draw no bet at minus 120. Just give me them at home, um, especially when I can get, you know, that low juice 120 and, you know, protect myself from the draw as well. Um, they've been great. I mean, they've been great at home. 22 goals in nine matches, only conceding eight. Um, I don't believe these teams have ever played, so this is the first matchup between the two, so there's not much yep. history of head-to-head. Um, but Austin, Austin, Austin FC have won four of their last five. Yeah, four of their last five. Yeah, and Jarm, yeah, I mean, yeah, just playing great. Um, so, yeah, I, I like them. Draw no bat, minus 120, but definitely going to tail whatever you're on. Hey, man, you... You hit it right on the head. I have Austin FC as well as draw no bet. I was this. I wanted to take the over two and a half and just push that. But after watching New York City FC score one goal against the Red Bulls, the Red Bulls looked kind of abysmal offensively. I don't. I'm not saying that they can't score against Austin FC, but I don't know. I don't see them yeah, coming against Austin FC. Yeah, one of the things you, when we had talked before that you had said that kind of stuck out to me was where I can't remember which game we were watching, but Austin, you said to me, texted me saying, you know, if Austin FC score here, they're just going to, you know, they're going to put the game away. They're just going to sit back, park it, kick the ball around, put the game away. And that's exactly what they did. They scored and they put the game away. And I just feel like they're that type type of team. And that's what what New York City FC did to the Red Bulls as well last week. Right. You're right. Yeah, they just put they put the other team to sleep, kick the ball around, kill the clock, um, and just take that lead. So, yeah. yeah. I, I also think Austin FC, which is, this is kind of an interesting play, kind of going off of what you just said, though, because you're, you're completely right. When Austin FC gets up, and it's about the 60, 65th minute, if we're, we had the lead, granted, you know, we'll take a, an extra goal or two here or there, but you can tell we we bring on specific subs to secure the victory. I have Austin FC on the spread, half a goal at plus 158. It looks real good. We are 5-0 and against the spread in our past five, and we cover at home quite a bit. My special lean is Austin FC draw no bet, but I do think this maybe is a 1-0, 2-1 Austin FC win. We'll see, though. Uh, that leads into our final game of this Week 22 slate of MLS games. It's the LA Galaxy hosting Atlanta United, and we have the LA Galaxy as the home favorites of minus 120, Atlanta United plus 310, the draw of plus 270. The over-under is at three with plus money um, for the over and the under, so it's pretty split. Um, Nick, 
I'll start because I know you're a Chicharito and Galaxy fan, and I'll let you close it out before we get into our special segment. Uh, the Galaxy have kind of faltered as of late, uh, losing four of their last five matches, but Atlanta really hasn't done much either, and they can't really score on the road. So I think this is where that rare under three goals game is going to happen. I also do like Chicharito on the anytime goal score, but it's, it's crazy that the LA Galaxy have never beaten Atlanta United losing all three previous matchups. And I would be okay with taking a flyer on Atlanta, maybe even a double chance, but I do think that Galaxy end up winning. But my gosh, if that number comes down to 2.5 goals, I'm going to hammer the over. Also, maybe look into sneak in a, a no for both teams to score at plus 138. I could very well see Atlanta get shut out. Yeah, this is, this is a tough one. Um... Galaxy, like you said, they've not played well lately. Um, Chicharito, especially, he's not looked well um, on the pitch. Um, hasn't really done much of late. Um, I think, man, now that you were saying all that, it kind of got me second guessing my bet. But I, I originally liked both teams to score an over two and a half at minus 120. I just think that Atlanta kind of is in shambles at the moment, but they still have a ton of firing power. Yeah, Martinez. Um, Martinez has been great. Um, Ronaldo has been great. Uh, Moreno has been great. Um, Luis Areo has been great. So they have great players that I think can definitely score against a Galaxy side that's been struggling to keep people um, from finding the back of the net. Um, but so is Atlanta. They haven't kept a clean sheet in six straight matches. So I, I don't. I mean, Galaxy's not going to get shut out at home. So and they could easily score two themselves. I, I feel like if Atlanta gets one, um, that over is going to hit, and both teams of score is going to hit. So there I like the low juice at minus one twenty. Perfect. All right, Nick, our our favorite part of the podcast, the cheeky lay, eh? Hey, hey! you like that addition that I added there at the end? I know it just came up with cheeky lay and I said, hey, kind of rhymes though. All right. So what this segment of the podcast is, Nick picks a juice plus slate game, whatever you want to call it. It could be money line over under both teams to score. If Nick's okay with that, I'm okay with that. My pit which we're going to combine to create this unique parlay that no one else has ever thought of is <laughs> Montreal draw no bet at plus 120. Nick, I am waiting for you to tell me what yours is and we will give the folks the juiciest of odds. All right. So you're on Montreal, Montreal draw, draw no bet, bet plus yeah. 120. Okay. I had to pick between so... draw no bet or a total. And I figured that you were probably going to pick a total. So I wanted to switch it up. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm going to, this isn't a play that I gave out or anything like that. This is just something, you know, something cheeky, something that I found that it. I think got high odds, but could definitely hit. Um, I'm going with Columbus team total over two and a half at plus right. Um, I'm already on Kucho to score. I you said two and a half I, or two? Sorry. Yep, two and a half two and at a half. plus three forty. Um, like I said earlier in the podcast, I'm on Kucho to score. Um, Columbus, I just think with his 
him coming into this lineup has been electric and revolution defense have been brutal. Um, they could score three goals in this game at home against revolution. And I think it's going to be a high scoring game. We're already on the over two and a half in that one. So um, give me their team total plus three forty. Uh, it's just something fun. So don't go crazy. Just a little fun, little, you know, digging through the books that I found that kind of stuck out to me that I'm going to throw a little bit on. Gamble responsibly is what Nick is trying <laughs> to say. Those two, exactly. those two picks are Cheeky Lay equals plus 800 if there it hits. There we go. $1,000 for Montreal and the Columbus crew over two and a half. I'm just kidding. I don't have a thousand dollars. All right, Nick, this has been awesome, man. Well, Hey, hit the, uh, hit the subscribe button. Give us a, a thumbs up. Tell us what you guys think. Subscribe to us on Apple music, Spotify, check out Nick's, uh, Twitter is a unique Twitter name. I'll let him get into it. And, uh, his, his posts as well on the sports gambling podcast network. Yeah. So you can follow me on Twitter at betting the pitch. Um, I also do an article every week at the Sports Gambling Podcast on their website. Um, I'll give my top three plays for the week that I'm on. Usually three or four I like to give out, depending on how I feel. Um, but yeah, give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment, let us know what you think, let us know what you'd like to see, let us know what you wouldn't like to see. Um, this is episode one, so we're, we're open to opinions. Um, going to be doing this every week for you, bringing you as much insight and plays and um, information that we can. All right, Nick. Take care, man.